Welcome to the vault where you can find the code to unlock your success. In this space, I invite real, inspiring and successful experts. We have eye-opening conversations about the way to reach your highest potential in life and in business. We will cover the mastery of mindset, energy, emotions, transformation, sales, marketing, thriving in business without losing your authenticity and balance. Hi, I'm Sonia Martinovic and host of The Vault, an entrepreneur, mindset mastery and online business coach with an obsession on real transformation. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs and other influencers master the mindset and build a successful and impactful business. Do you want to break free from your limitations and express your truest self in business and in life? Is growth your game and success your aim? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the vault. Let's start cracking your code. Welcome, guys. And this week we have an amazing guest. Anthony Hayes has spent more than 18 years in communications crisis and issue management, and political and legislative campaigns. A seasoned C-level advisor, Anthony has cultivated an energetic, fast-growing company now trusted to execute strategy for prominent clients around the globe. He served leaders at the highest levels, including presidential candidates, members of the U.S. cabinet, governors, and other elected officials, C-suite executives, law enforcement officials, and high-ranking health and legal professionals. Anthony's firm, the Hayes Initiative, has advised clients involved complex legal matters and managed high-stakes media relations during crises as the Bridgegate, airport security breaches, and natural disasters, including superstorms Sandy, and hurricane relief efforts in the U.S. Virgin Islands. They help leaders and organizations deliver major initiatives, break through the noisy media landscape, and navigate the world of politics and government. They excel with high pressure, political sensitive, and confidential issues with demonstrating the utmost level of discretion and judgment. And I'm so honored. It's something special, guys, to have Anthony on board. I will let him do a lot of talking because it's so specific and amazing what he's doing. And he can tell us all about why is it important if you want to be an influencer, if you want to change your business, why PR is such an important thing. So. Take it away, Anthony. Tell us a little bit about your story, how you ended up doing this, and anything that I might have missed in the introduction. <laughs> no, it was a great introduction, so thank you for having me. Um, yeah, again, my name is Anthony Hayes, and I started the Hayes Initiative uh, just after I finished working on Secretary Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign in 2016. Um, you know, I had uh, been working in the New York City area for a number of years in the communication government relations space. And when the campaign ended, uh, you know, a few firms approached me to join their firms. And when I did, several people said, oh, gosh, that's great. We'd love to have you run, you know, our communication again. Let us know which shop you land at and we will, you know, give you a retainer. And and one of my best friends sort of said, you've always wanted to start your own business. What are you doing? Why don't, you know, how many retainers do you need to start a business? And I sort of, uh, you know, laughed and said, I don't really know. And <laughs> finally, somebody called and said, you know, you, your name keeps coming up because we need someone to uh, run and manage a nationwide bus tour around uh, to get earned media 
to uh, help prevent the repeal of the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare here in the United States of America. And, and so I said, oh, that's great. We'd, you know, we'd love to work with you. You can hire our firm. And she said, oh, of course you have a firm. Just send us your paperwork. And I said, oh, absolutely. And I hung up and you know, I Googled contract um, and therefore I started my company. So, you know, I felt it's interesting. I, I felt very confident about my communication skills and sort of the tools and tactics around media relations and, and putting together a good communications strategy, um, as well as the government relations side of it. But, you know, it was a little new to start a, start a business right after a big presidential uh, campaign where, you know, it was uh, needless to say an all consuming uh, all consuming thing. And, and when I finally sort of moved into this, it's been, it's been great to get to work with people that I've worked for in the past, but in a different capacity where, you know, we may come in and shape their overall communication strategy, or, you know, I would say about 50% of our business is crisis management and crisis communication. Um, and certainly there's been no shortage of that uh, across the globe with, uh, obviously the COVID-19, uh, pandemic. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we've been, a, we're very fortunate. We are, we are a small LGBTQ owned and certified uh, business. Uh, and even though we're small, uh, we really have had um, great growth, which we're very excited about. And we were really excited and proud to even be growing and, and also doing a lot of great pro bono work during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, especially here with local businesses, small businesses, and restaurants in particular in New York City, which were hit incredibly hard uh, with the COVID-19 um, yes, shutdown that imagine. took place. Yeah, I can So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I can imagine. So tell us a little bit more. So what do you exactly do when we talk about crisis management? <laughs> well, it depends on what it is, because um, it comes in all shapes and sizes, to say the least. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've helped people who were having legal troubles uh, that were bleeding over into the press. Um, mm. We have uh, sort of stepped in when, you know, possibly a CEO has said something that was indelicate or incorrect um, and helped them uh, understand, you know, <laughs> how to correct that properly um, and how to sort of get on the right side of an issue. Um, so it really sort of starts with understanding exactly what's happened, right? Mm. You know, it could even be a company who may produce a product. Um, and let's say, you know, that somewhere there was a breakdown in the chain um, and now they either can't produce the product or the product that they produced and sold to everyone is broken. Mm. Um, so, so a lot of what we do in the early stages when people call, you know, because you can imagine when a business owner calls and is panicked, um, you know, they want a solution and a, you know, a press statement and they want, you know, media right now to understand that this isn't a problem. And, you know, they really sort of want everybody's, everybody's very charged emotionally. Yes. Uh, and, yeah. and it's not, it's not a, that's definitely not, not how, <laughs> no, you do not want to be making big decisions when you are emotionally charged. So a lot of what we do is fairly immediately sort of create a level of calm and sort of a path forward so that they know right away that, you know, we can really help them, but we are going to take a breath. We're going to all get into a room. We're going to figure out exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, we're going to understand the timeline of what happened. If that's important, we're going to understand if there are legal ramifications uh, to anything that's happening. 
Um, and we're going to make sure that every, if they, you know, if it's a really big company, we're going to make sure that every department head that should be in the meeting is in the meeting because we don't have time for telephone. You know, we really sort of what we, what we call uh, in the sort of PR world, uh, a war room, we sort of create a war room and really it all the key very intense and <laughs> it it it's not it's not casual <laughs> um but it is um it is a you know it, it, i i do like it quite a bit and and we are fortunate in that we really do get to come in and help um companies when they feel at their most vulnerable um and when we can really sort of help them see a path out of what maybe feel like an all-consuming my business is going to end crisis um, and we can help them find a path forward so that they can, you know, articulate what happened. You know, I always view a crisis or, you know, a bump in the road, so to speak. I always view that as an opportunity to you for, for you as the business leader or you as the thought leader influencer for you to speak your values. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times what happens is you're able to remind people what you're in the business of doing. Um, and generally speaking in the world today, I think people like to be reminded of, oh, this is a good company. You know what? They really did just make a mistake with this product. Um, you know, it's not hurting. It's not physically hurting anyone. So, you know, let's let's give them a little space to like correct this because, you know, there are a lot of good companies out there. And, and I think just by nature, I think whether you're a small business or big business, there's going to be, it's not about if, but when a crisis will happen. Mm. And it's really how you handle it that um, helps you, you know, get on the other side and hopefully put it behind you. But that does require getting, getting together, putting a plan together and communicating it very well. Yeah. And delivering on what you promise and not over promising in a crisis, because a lot of times people like to over promise and then two, oh, two yes. to two yes. to six it's weeks later, saying. people yeah. realize, oh, they don't really mean what they're saying. Right. Yeah. So it's very important to sort of hold the line and, and really make sure whatever you say you can actually do and you can do it in the timeline that you say it. The only the only reason the timeline should be different after you announce it is if it's shorter. That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> We said it would be six weeks and we did it in two. And isn't oh, that's, that great? Yeah, that's amazing. That's actually very good PR. But can you tell, tell us, do you think that public relations is important for every level or phase of business? Is it something you should take on while aspiring opening a business or starting a business or maybe you're somewhere in the middle in a, in a transition or a phase? How important is public relations? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I would say, you know, I think a lot of times when people hear public relations or PR, I think they think, um, oh, that's with lights and cameras and, you know, a, a press conference and a or, or a splashy event or and, and that is that's part of it. And I would say, you know, when you hear the word public relations, it's really about communicating well. Yeah. Um, and communicating your mission, communicating who you are communicating your values and communicating what problem you're solving um, or what what you're an expert in. And so I think it's important to really sort of when you think about public relations, I would view it more through the lens of just good communication. And so to me, that's important no matter where you are. Um, and so part of what we love about what we do is we help people find their voice a lot of times, mm -hmm. because I think especially when you're sort of a new person, a smaller business, 
um, or you are an expert, but you haven't really been front facing and, and doing a lot of the speaking or doing a lot of the media, it can feel a little uncomfortable when all of a sudden you're in that place and you need to speak well and, and articulate in a, you know, especially with media interviews, a lot of them are short. You know, I don't yes. think a lot of people realize, That's you know, a, cam a camera shows up, there's a reporter there, they maybe ask you two questions and they're done. Yeah. And so in two answers, you have to sum up, you know, your mission, your vision and what problem you're solving and, you know, any call to action that you have yes. uh, for the listeners. Yes. And that's, that's, that, that takes practice. Um, and so to me, you know, I always think people underestimate the amount of work that goes into communications. I, I, it's universal, regardless of industry, regardless of size of business, everyone, um, thinks communication is easy and we'll just, you know, hammer out a press release and we'll put it out and we'll get press. And it just doesn't work like that. You know, a good communication strategy, you know, can on the short end, take weeks and weeks, you know, on the longer end, you would want to have a good, good, good lead up time of several months to yeah. make sure you know who the reporters are, to make sure that you think about, is it a video message on Instagram versus Twitter, or should it be a news interview, or should we, you know, host an event? Should we do a press conference? Like there's, there's lots of tools and tricks that you can do to break through and they all complement one another. And so if you're not thinking about sort of the suite of tools, so to speak, like the, the tool chest, you really can't, you know, you may miss an opportunity uh, to really make sure to reach another a segment of your audience. Yes, and absolutely. Once I made an appointment with uh, your assistants or your, someone from your team, I actually never received so many questions <laughs> about the podcast. And, and what you're explaining right now, I recognize it in the way that you approach me and the questions that you had were like, uh, it, it's a full picture, right? Yeah. You know exactly where it's going, if it's a video podcast, how it's going to be streamed, uh, if I have any specific questions. So that was very refreshing and very good to have that clarity. I think for a lot of businesses also to be recognizable and to have also a very good brand, which needs yeah. to be protected for sustainability. Um, but what would you say that the difference is between advertisement and just good messaging and really public relations or the services you provide? Yeah, I would say we really are in the more communication space of it mm -hmm. versus the advertising um, marketing. I uh, Oftentimes we partner very closely with the marketing teams inside companies um, to really sort of help hone uh, messaging, to help sort of think about how will that messaging land with certain segments? You know, what's our recommendation for, you know, if it's a full media campaign or it is an ad buy, are there certain newspapers we should buy in? Because, you know, and again, if you look at sort of bigger projects that we work on, for instance, you know, we have a, a major league soccer team here in America that we're helping. They're trying to build a stadium, right? So, yeah. you know, when you think about them, you know, we want to make sure they're communicating to the community where they play their games, right? Well, that's, yeah. you know, in, in a city like New York, you know, that's, there are five boroughs and 9 million people and multiple yes. weekly newspapers and local stations. And, you know, it's a, it's a very, it's one of the most crammed media markets really in the world. Yeah. Um, and so you really do want to have, when you think about 
your marketing and advertising, you want to think about the larger business goal. And that's a lot of times what we help bring to the table where the marketing team may build a beautiful and incredible program. And like, we may not have anything to say about it because they just did such an incredible job. Right. Yeah. But what we may have to say about it is if we are wanting to reach a certain audience, you know, the marketing team can really sort of narrow that down too, but it also depends on you know, is there a government relations piece to this? Or, you know, are there certain elected officials that you would want to make sure they see it? So we want to make sure, you know, when we are thinking about an ad buy that we're going into the places they're reading. And, and so we really sort of layer with the marketing team and often work hand in glove uh, just because um, a lot of what we do is help people find um, their voice around a new initiative um, or sort of what they're wanting to do that, that particular 12 month period we really come in and help them shape that and, and really hone it and, and make it very tactical. Um, you know, cause a lot of times when you hear communication strategy, it feels very pie in the sky. And what does that mean? We, we like to get very granular. We're very data driven and really like to sort of like find out exactly what their goal is for that period of time or for that communication mm-hmm. and make sure that we're getting as, as close to their results as they, as they want. Yes, that, 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 that sounds amazing. It sounds also a lot of layers, right? So can you tell us a little bit about a project or a customer you helped and explain <laughs> to our audience how the PR goes about, right? So maybe a project or a special story. People relate a lot to stories, so I love to hear stories. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I can tell you about one uh, piece of work, uh, and it actually it's interesting. It sort of goes across two uh, two companies and, and organizations we worked with. So one, uh, we helped uh, the really big sort of tech giant that everybody knows, Airbnb, um, and then we also partnered with an incredible organization here um, in the United States, really around the world. But Time's Up, which is the uh, uh, really the Hollywood. Uh, groups of actresses and 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 influential people who have come together, women uh, leading the charge of really standing up against sexual assault and violence against women in the industry. You know, this is the group of people that um, took down Harvey Weinstein and and many other sort of prominent prominent men in the, sort of the entertainment industry. So both of these organizations had um, a government piece that really. You know, they had it. They had an interest in our capital in the state of New York is Albany, New York. Mm -hmm. And that is where our governor and that is where the legislature sits. Right. And so that's where all the laws in New York get passed. So they had there were bills that were going forward, both for Airbnb and then for Time's Up, where they really wanted to um, make sure that legislators heard from constituents the people who vote for the legislators, they really wanted them to hear from them and really have sort of a PR media government relations component. It was really sort of all those those three tiers of things come together. So, you know, the way we worked with them was they knew they needed to go to Albany and they know they needed to meet with the legislators, right? Mm -hmm. So what we did on the Airbnb side was the Airbnb team was incredibly smart and said, you know, the best people to meet with the legislators are the, are the New Yorkers who are our hosts, right? They're the people yeah. when you want go on to Airbnb and you're like, I'm going to New York and I want to stay, you know, in Hell's Kitchen, which is where, you know, I live. Like that's yeah. where you would, <laughs> you would, you would book, you would book your apartment to, with me, right? So yeah. they wanted people like me 
to go up to Albany to sit with the legislator that like I vote for that represents me and say, listen, as a New Yorker, this is really important because this allows me extra income. You know, certain people were like putting their kids through college through that. You know, it really was a really incredible lifeline for many New Yorkers. And so we took, you know, bus loads of people um, from all across the state and bust up several hundred people for one entire day where there was a big press conference. You know, we brought up uh, individuals and we really set up these and the lobby team that was involved on this Bolton St. John, an excellent lobby team here in New York City. Uh, they were really charged with setting up meetings with constituents. Um, but it really was sort of a, a whole it was it was a combination of things. Right. Like we had the buses arriving on camera. You know, we had all the hosts going in with their signs for Airbnb. We had a big press conference with uh, all of the local reporters or the political reporters so that it would end up in the nightly news. So there's lots of components to that. And we did something very similar for Time's Up. And, you know, for both of, especially for Time's Up, you know, that work led to Time's Up's work that we helped support really led to extending some of the laws which allowed for sexual wow. assault victims to have a longer period of time to bring charges. Wow. Um, so it was a real, it was a real benefit to, to them. But um, and to, and to really to all New Yorkers who are able to now sort of have a longer period of time to bring charges, but it's really kudos to the people of Time's Up who really saw this as an opportunity to help people. Yeah. Um, and we got to, and, you know, and we got to play a role in it, which we were proud to be a part of the team. Yes. And that's an amazing ripple effect of wellness spread. So, um, when it comes to someone who is having an own business or is an entrepreneur, but wants to make a bigger influence, when is that point when they need to think about, okay, now I'm really ready to take someone on and to do some PR? Yeah, it's a good question, especially when you're talking about, you know, because especially in the world we live in, right, there's brand influencers, yeah. And there's like thought leaders who are true experts in, for instance, education or, yeah. you know, uh, national security or things like that. So I think there's sort of, uh, you know, there's groups of people, individuals who are wanting to go forward and sort of like share their expertise um, or if they built a platform because they are a social influencer, right? They yeah. want to share that. And, and, you know, rightly so, I think we've all sort of seen the monetization mm -hmm. of that. And rightly so, because they've clearly created an aesthetic that, you know, has captured eyeballs. And really that's sort of the game right now, especially for business mm -hmm. when you're wanting to sell a product. So to me, I think it's one of those where, especially on the influencer side, I think I would really, beyond the PR, I think I would really more focus on just sort of how you're creating these deals with these brands and sort of being authentic about that. Because I think mm. the good news is, is you've created a platform, you yeah. know, I think it would always be interesting. You know, it might be worth sort of reaching out to somebody um, like me in the, in the context of, you know, I, I want to make sure that the things I'm saying and the things I'm doing, cause you know, it's a little difficult, right? It's like, you know, we've seen sort of what, what may be innocent, you know, mistakes with influencers that turn into fairly, you know, yes, you know, they yes. become, they become punchlines. And so I think it's just really important to sort of always approach it 
you know, and, and, and consider talking to somebody, you know, especially the bigger you get just to maybe for some advice, like, you know, I don't know, you know, at least for our, the kind of, the kind of work that we do, mm-hmm. it's not, it's, it wouldn't be something that we would take on on a regular basis, but I, mm-hmm. I could see sort of consulting with someone for a month or two to just sort of like think about the next couple of years and sort of be like, okay, in three years, you want what, you know, our advice would be to like, make sure you're communicating these things make sure you're demonstrating this, make sure, and then really sort of help them do that. But for your more thought leaders, you know, your real sort of experts in the space, we help a lot of people like that, right? Because the reality is, especially when you talk C-suite, you know, their, their, their brand and sort of them being out and, you know, coordinating with their internal press department for like press hits or speaking engagements, et cetera, you know, that kind of stuff is very, very important. So we do a lot of work in that space and really sort of like help people think through the strategy of it. We may not execute it, but we may build the strategy for them. And then they may have their internal team sort of like execute it. Yes. That's amazing. Anthony, I'm falling. I'm learning like a crazy person. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very interesting talking to you. So um, can you tell people more about where they can find out more about what, what uh, THI is doing? Yeah, sure. So uh, we have our website, hazeinitiative.com. It's Hayes with an E. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. That's really sort of the main social media that I'm doing these days. And then, you know, if anybody wants to reach out, Anthony at hazeinitiative.com. That's my email. That's amazing. So uh, tell me, Anthony, what is the one question that nobody ever asked you in an interview, but you would love to answer? Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> Let me think about this, that I would love to answer. And nobody is asking you. I don't know. It's so funny. I do so many. I, I Because I'm, a, you know, as a, as a press person, you do a lot of interviews. So I do a lot of interviews. So it's actually, this is actually a very hard question. I don't think I would actually know because I feel like a lot of the stuff that we do is because I'm, because I uh, am talking all day long, I think I feel like I answer tons of questions, but I suppose, you know, the thing that I would, you know, when people want to understand sort of like, how did I build my business? How did I build my career? How did I do the certain things? Like I uh, try to work as much as I can and mentor and mentee young people. I think the thing that I would just sort of want someone to ask me about is like, what would be the one like piece of advice, you know? And I think it's really the, that I would just tell people to, you know, be nice (laughs) and to, um, you know, show up to work and say, yes. Right. Like, I would say part of why I've been able to do the things that I've done is because I've had a real open spirit. I've always said, yes, like there wasn't any job I wouldn't do. I never felt above anything. Um, And I think that, you know, whenever you do that, your bosses notice that and, you know, make your, make your boss's life a little bit better. And it's only going to be better for you. Like you're only going to get more and more opportunity. So. Wow. I love that answer. Yeah. (laughs) It was a, a bit unexpected, of course, but um, all right. So that's amazing. So I would say, guys, if you want to find out more about Anthony, and believe me, he did an amazing job, amazing job. It's, it's like, I can't not even uh-huh. summon it. So 
please check him out. If you have any questions, you can find him on his website. I enjoyed this interview so much. I was more listening than talking and that's special for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, thank you so much, Anthony. And guys, yeah, this was great. This was great. Thank you. I will see you next time to level up. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student when you have a code. You should try to open the vault. And finally, the Y stands for you. This is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general. The one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper. And see you next week to level up again.